0: Well, this is Tim Howard. I'm the host of Reflect the Life You Want podcast, and I'm very excited today to have a special guest, Clayton Getz of Mission Realty, powered by XP, visiting from Richmond, Virginia area. Welcome to the show, Clayton. Thank
1: you so much. It's good to be here.
0: Well, I'm very excited for the event we have, um, which by the time this podcast gets released, will already have taken place, but you're coming to town really to help educate fellow realtors about how to build – a a very successful real estate business as you have in the Richmond market. But I think you have a powerful personal story and testimony to share as well beyond what you are as a business person, just an inspirational leader, I think, to especially me and Matthew Kane, my business partner here at Title Realty Partners, powered by XP. So you're a mentor to us. We appreciate you. We appreciate your leadership and the, the example that you're setting for us.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, so, so, um, I, uh, again, name is Clayton Gets. Um, I am uh, born and raised in Richmond, Virginia. And just to kind of set the foundation for, you know, um, why I'm here and I guess, you know, why I am who I am, um, my, uh, my mom actually raised me, raised three of us, my, myself and my two sisters by herself. Um, uh, she was uh, she was actually kidnapped into this country when she was uh, seven years old. She was born in Quebec, Canada, mm. and when she was seven, uh, her father um, woke her up in the middle of the night and said, "You know, pack a pack a small bag, and we're leaving." And you know, she's seven years old. She's like, "Okay, Daddy, right?" And so um, he kidnapped her, her older brother, younger sister, uh, without her mother knowing about it. Mother was sleeping in the in the next room. And so we uh, took him across the Canadian border uh, into New York City. Uh, found a boarding home the next day, uh, dropped him off, and and left him there. And um, uh, he eventually came back and picked them up. Uh, but needless to say, my mother's childhood was. Um, uh, was not good right? mm-hmm. uh, he was uh, he was not a nice person, so when she was uh, sixteen years old, she ran away from home. Uh, she got pregnant with me when she was eighteen. she had mm-hmm. me when she was nineteen, as the story goes. she was uh, eating um, feed corn out of a field in urbana virginia she mm-hmm. had a, her dad had a little um, a little trailer there that um, uh, he would deliver food every couple weeks and and she was these are her words I mean she was starving you know nine months pregnant with me yeah um, and so uh, you know that was that was uh that was that was her childhood so um, like I said, she raised three of us by herself uh, went to work um, immediately you know she was working um, while she was pregnant with me and um, what I what I learned from and my mom's my hero you
0: know, mm-hmm.
1: she, she's my hero so what I learned from uh, my mom is um, first of all um, how to love people i mean my mom you know my her dad the the man who kidnapped her when she was seven years old uh he actually passed away on our couch when I was in college mm. um, he had uh he had pancreatic cancer and she was literally um uh wiping his butt mm. because you know when he could no longer take care of himself and you know right. um even even after what he had put her through uh she still showed him you know what it's like to to, to care for someone and to nurture someone and to love someone, and mm-hmm. um, and she was that way with everyone. You know, I can't remember how many uh, um, uh, wounded animals uh, we had <laughs> that came home <laughs> with my mom growing up. But we, uh, there were a bunch of them. She was always nursing some animal back to health. We always had kittens in drawers uh, throughout the house, and um, uh, and growing up was interesting. You know, when when you are surrounded, uh, we were in a community that that had a little bit of wealth and, uh, we rented a small, you know, small little three bedroom house, one bath, myself and my two sisters and my mom. Um, and I went to a high school that had some wealth and so, um, when you don't have it and all the kids have it, you know, it's, mm-hmm. uh, um, it was, it was kind of, kind of interesting growing up and, um, but, but I wouldn't, wouldn't trade that for anything because, you know, it's, I, th- I think it's, I feel like it's made me a more, um, compassionate, adult. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I always feel like people, you know, we, we tend to label people, you know, especially when we meet them for the first time. Uh, you know, I, I never, uh, when I meet somebody for the first time, I never want to assume that, oh, you were, you were born with all of the success that, mm-hmm. that you've had, because most people, that's just not true. You had to, yeah. you know, we've had to, we've had to work for it, but that's, you know, really, if you, if you have to, um, uh, trace back what, um, what has led me to, um, Really, be the person that I am today. I mean, it's it's my mother, it's mm-hmm. no question. Yeah.
0: So you come from pretty humble humble beginnings, but it mm-hmm. created both within you a drive to succeed, I think. But also, my sense is that you're you want to be able to give back.
1: Yeah. So that that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting question, Tim, because. Um, I have sisters, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, you know some of us have siblings, and you're like same parent, but you know different different uh, things turned out differently, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you and I have talked a lot about proximity. Yes. Um, so I, I think that early on, you know, I just uh, I really got into sports. You know, it, it just um kind of kept me out of some some um you know from hanging out with the wrong people, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of stories of uh, about that out there and, and, and one of my sisters chose to hang out with the wrong crowd and, mm-hmm. and it's it's really to this day it's had an impact on her so um, you know i just I started spending time with men and women that uh, that inspired me you know I, especially as an athlete or an aspiring athlete mm-hmm. I always wanted to 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 be the best um, i don't know where the comp- the competitive piece came from I guess it was just from hanging out with uh, with competitive people right yeah. Um, and uh, so uh, that that I think playing sports early on really helped drive you know fuel that competitive spirit. Uh, and then um, you know as I as I grew up and, and went to college and um, it was kind of the theme was continued you know, I, I just uh, when you when you come from, um, uh, and let's let's just let's be real. Like we we live in America, mm-hmm. so you know, um, even even having quote unquote you know very little is is a whole. We have lot. Pretty, we compare, have a lot more than compared most people. to what most people yeah. go through, and, and you know, at, at forty seven years old, I, I fully understand and respect that today. But mm-hmm. but but when you're living it, you you feel you know you're like oh my goodness, um, everybody has more than I do, and right, and uh, so there you know uh, there was definitely a. Uh, in the beginning there was certainly a materialism a materialistic piece about you know just wanting what other people had you know why can't i why can't i have that so there there mm-hmm. you know that that drove me in the beginning um uh, certainly it's just wanting to have nicer things for myself and then later on for my family um but then realizing ultimately um that 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 stuff doesn't um um for me it it didn't fill didn't fill the void. Right. It, it didn't fill the void. And there's so, never
0: enough stuff. To...
1: There's, yeah, there's just never enough stuff. And, and, and so just to kind of, you know, um, the, the natural progression of, you know, so graduated from college, um, worked my way through college in the restaurant industry, um, had, had, you know, one, two, three jobs all the time through through college. And then when I graduated, um, uh, I'll never forget because I took the seven-year plan, <laughs> graduation plan. And and most of my friends uh, at that time had, had, you know, they were on the four-year plan. So they all graduated and they, they had jobs, some of them really, really well paying jobs. And so uh, graduating from college, for whatever reason, I just didn't, um, I didn't want to start at the bottom like everybody else did. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just c- somehow convinced myself that I, um, that a $35,000 a year salary as a, you know, as a as a, uh, a low-level, you know, employee, that just wasn't wasn't good enough for me. <laughs> right. With a with a with a BS in psychology, so uh, I ended up going to a pharmaceutical sales open house, and um, where they literally you, know, you get a hundred people come into the room. Um, and, and bear in mind, Tim, like traditional pharmaceutical sales back then. This is you know 2000 and um, gosh late, late, uh, 1990s, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, you are, uh, you're literally, you know, interviewing against, um, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 other high quality applicants with, with experience. Well, a pharmaceutical sales open house, I'm in a room with a hundred other people and some could have experience, some may not. Uh, but I just, I walked in with, um, with an attitude of, I, I'll never forget. I was sitting in the parking lot, Tim, and I, I looked in the rearview mirror. And I just started yelling at myself. I'd never done affirmations before, <laughs> ever, uh, ever. Um, and I was looking in the rearview mirror of my little uh, 1985 Volkswagen uh, Rabbit that I literally paid um, 250 for. And I'm screaming at myself, going, "You got this, man! You're you, you gonna, you know, you're gonna nail this job. You've got, you're amazing!" And and uh, and and sure enough, I walked in, and um, within a day and a half, I was offered this position as a newly, you know, graduated. You set your mindset. I did. I did. And, I did. and so they offered me a position. Um, um, I think the base salary was about $45,000 uh, with the company car, mm-hmm. benefits, bonus potential first year of twenty twenty five thousand, and $25,000, and um, uh, I called my mom crying, you know, I've made it, mom, I've made it, you know, <laughs> thank you, thank you. And uh, so spent four and a half years in the uh, pharmaceutical sales industry, learned a lot about myself and um, learned how to... Um, uh, learned how to not not how to sell, but how to solve problems, mm-hmm. how to be a consultant, yeah, and a so person of solution, uh, yeah, tr- yeah. Because you don't, you know, dealing with uh, with physicians who um, don't have a lot of time to begin with, uh, mm-hmm. to be able to capture their attention and and hold it for you know thirty seconds to a minute, because that's all you have, yeah. And and getting uh, providing some value within that very limited time was um was was tough. So after about four and a half years, I I, I um. Uh, just wasn't passionate about that industry bought mm-hmm. a house mm-hmm. had a really bad experience um, with your real- <laughs> with my real estate agent and uh, just realized you know if he can do it, so can i you know i, I felt probably like I do it could do better it, felt like I could do a better job mm-hmm. and so um after you know four and a half years in the pharmaceutical sales industry, and by the way, at that point making you know making really good money um, for for my experience and age and um but I just wanted more you mm-hmm. know, i just i knew I knew I could do more mm-hmm. And so I decided to get my real estate license. Um, I took three weeks of my vacation from, uh, my pharmaceutical company to get my license. I later realized that you can get your real estate license online in less than a week, uh, at, at night, but, uh, needless to say, that's, that's what I did. Um, and, and jumped right in, jumped right into, uh, to real estate and just completely fell in love with the industry. And, um, so, uh. Happy to happy to walk down that road if you like.
0: Yeah, we'll definitely get into that. So um, ahead of the show, we talked a little bit about the you know the theme of the podcast is reflect the life you want, and the, yeah. the reflect is an acrostic. And we talked about what maybe a couple of chapters that might resonate with you. And one of them was uh, recognize the power to change. Yeah. And you've already touched on two or three things mm-hmm. that you've overcome and then made. Pivots or changes in your life that have led to success. Uh, and then another thing you resonated with you is this um, the second E the Reflected crossing is to energize your thoughts towards that which you intend to be. And, and you described that experience you had sitting in the car, getting mentally prepared to walk in yeah. and create that. You know, Mel Rabbins today would do the, the high five, right, mm-hmm. in the mirror. Yeah. Um, but it's so powerful to hear you say that. I hadn't heard that story before. I've heard a number of your other stories, your personal history. But that's just all about getting your mind ready to go and have success. Yes. And I think uh, and that's one thing I, I see and sense with you, even to this, to this day, whenever I interact with you, you just exude confidence. And you. I know you're working on getting that mindset mm-hmm. where it needs to be for whatever you're doing. So I don't know if you could elaborate any more around that. You know, why does it recognize the power to change, energize your thoughts towards that which you intend to be? Any, why did that resonate with you in the Reflect Acrostic?
1: Yeah. So I think um, just recognizing that you know we all have the power to change. You know, so I, I think very early on for me, um, I was introduced to um, a, a gentleman named Jim Rohn. Yeah. And, and this was, um, this was actually after Jim had, had passed away. So mm-hmm. I'm listening to, you know, to his, um, uh, to his, um, uh, CDs at that, at that time. And, you know, uh, he, he really had an incredible, it's amazing, you know, and you're doing this now, Tim, it's amazing, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you really work hard on yourself, mm-hmm. you know, when you work harder on yourself than you do anything else. Yes. Um, you, and you create this, and you're not afraid to put it out there to, mm-hmm. to add value to others. You know, Jim, you know, passed away many years ago, but he's still changing lives today. Yes. So I'm listening to, listening to Jim, and he would say things like, um, you know, for, for things to change – you need to change. Right. If you want more, you must become more. Don't wish things were easier. Wish you were better. And I'd never been exposed to stuff like that, mm-hmm. to thinking like that, to to a as Jim would say, to a philosophy like that. So mm-hmm. I can't deny the impact that that he had on me because all of a sudden I realized, you know what? Um, I I never had been exposed because of my because of my upbringing and my mom just working all the time uh, to put food put put food on the table. I'd never been exposed to these different philosophies of you know what. Um, uh, again, first of all, we live in America, <laughs> so uh, if if you if you um, if you're not afraid to work a little bit and treat people like people, um, and and look for an opportunity that you enjoy um, or that or that you can learn to enjoy, mm-hmm. uh, I was listening to a podcast with. Um, um, Micro recently, yeah, and he's yeah. Like, he's debunking the the myth of, of um, you know you have to love what you do. He's like no 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 yeah no, he was no, with no, no, no. Ed Milet, I yeah, think yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. Ed Milet. yeah yeah it was really really good and he's like um, no you have to uh, you can learn to love it but mm-hmm. it's you know it's called work for a reason mm-hmm. um, but uh, uh, you know I just I, I think for me um, uh, and again for whatever reason you know when I leaving leaving a very stable position in pharmaceutical sales. Uh, with a with a, a salary to go uh, into a hundred percent commission mm-hmm. industry <laughs> such as real estate uh, and I was you know I was newly married um, and I think you know that's that's you know another important piece Tim is you know I have a, an extraordinarily supportive spouse yep and Stephanie's so, great so I you know I told her of course what I was thinking about doing and she said well uh, you know I, I got your back like let's go you know I, I believe in you mm-hmm and so um, you know, one of the reasons that that these really stood out to me is because, you know, recognizing that we have the power to change. Um, uh, and, and Jim used to talk about this too. Is you know, we're not we're not birds, right? We don't we, we don't have to fly south for the winter. We can make the decision uh, right now, today. Listening to this podcast, you or I, mm-hmm. anybody, TK, anybody, if we're not happy with our circumstances, well, we can turn around and, and, and walk in the other direction. We can change today. Right? Yeah, it's harder, you know, because habits habits die, die a slow, painful death. Mm-hmm. Um, when you have the wrong habits, it, it's uh, especially over a period of time. It's it's difficult to to change. Uh, those habits, but it's also knowing that that these small incremental changes over time can have a huge impact on on, mm-hmm. your, on your life and and those around you. Um, so, real estate, getting into real estate, um, exposed me uh, to the concept of the mastermind, mm-hmm. and that is what really um, uh, really changed my life. Is, is spending time with men and women that just thought bigger. Uh, than I had previously, and when yeah. I say bigger, I mean um, not not just financially. About you know spiritually, physically, mm-hmm. um, with their relationships, uh, with their health, uh, all all of the foundational you know things that make up who we are. And I just began to realize, you know what? Yeah, I I, I, I can do pretty much whatever whatever. Well, I want. one of
0: the uh, other uh chapters of the reflect across guess clarify your inner circle mm-hmm. that resonate with you and you know Jim Rohn used to say you know you're the, the average of the five people you spend the most time with yeah. and you've talked a lot about and really impacted me a great deal around the power of proximity yeah. like who you surround yourself and i yeah. think you know my experience now being a part of EXP Realty as opposed to the firm I was with before, I, I've seen and experienced that a great deal. My proximity with you and some of the other people involved in this firm that we're associated with, it's an exciting group of people that are thinking much bigger than maybe we might have thought about before in the past traditionally about the real estate industry. Yeah,
1: yeah. no question, no yeah. question.
0: So, can you elaborate more about you know what how's that um, as you've exposed yourself through masterminds to other people? How's that help you to grow?
1: Well, I, I think that you know we have a choice to make once we start spending time with someone uh, or others who are on another level. Like mm-hmm. I said, either spiritually, physically, financially, mm-hmm. relationally, mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, and, and the, the decision is do. First of all, am I am I uncomfortable or comfortable being around being around this group of people or this person? Yeah. And if I'm uncomfortable, why am I uncomfortable? Right. right. And and does does me being uncomfortable will that lead to uh, growth or am I so uncomfortable because this person is 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 just so much you know better than me spiritually that I'm just going to say you know what I'm I'm. I'm going to stay comfortable over here in my own space. Like that. that's, does that make sense to him? Like yeah, that's, that's the decision. Absolutely. And, and when we're willing to get uncomfortable for a period of time, uh, whether it's physically or financially, you know, and and, and hang out, you know, we've we've all heard the term like grabbing on the, to the coattails, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I just discovered very early on that, it can take a long time to figure stuff out on your own. Yes, but when you surround yourself with people that, um, and in our case, that have a vested interest in in helping you get from uh, where you are to where you want to go faster, it just changes the game. It compresses time, mm-hmm. and so that's what you know. That's what masterminds. You know, getting into this industry and masterminds exist in many industries, but for me, it just happened to be real estate exposing me mm-hmm. to the concept of the mastermind. So, uh, and by the way, I paid for that access yes. many times, a yeah. lot of money to make sure that I was surrounding myself with the best in the business, Because right? mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to go figure it all out. I always, you know, my business partner and I say this all the time, we can R&D with the best of them, which is rip off and duplicate. <laughs> um, and, and, and we still do that to this day. Very yeah. little of what we do in our real estate company, uh, Mission Realty back home in Richmond, Virginia, uh, very few of the things are, are innovative. You know, mm-hmm. we just spend time with people that are that are doing um, what we want to do, and we borrow or R and D or pay for access to their systems, mm-hmm. and um, and we just duplicate it in our in our market.
0: I use the the mastermind process in my coaching with men, the Great Man's Legacy of the Man School, um, and there's so much power in just hearing different perspectives that people have. Um, it's very energizing, even you know I just tell guys like I'm in this journey with you, even though I may be a little further along. I had a little more life experience sometimes than some of the gentlemen. Um, but there's just power in just being exposed to different perspectives and different ideas. and like you said, if you're willing to get uncomfortable for a period of time, that could be incredible growth. And I think that's in in our real estate venture being a part of level up experts, mm-hmm. right. You, know, you have this mindset. You and John uh, Tiller, your partner at Mission Realty, are are leading a, a group of people not only there locally in Richmond, Virginia, but really throughout the world now, yeah. an organization that is bringing together people that are ready and willing to get uncomfortable for a period of time and level up in life, yeah. not only in real estate. It was interesting when we you had a BUILD conference uh, in Glen Allen, Virginia. I, I'm guessing that's a couple months ago now, mm-hmm. October and yeah. November. Yeah. And what was so impactful to me being there, part of that, you know, we were there talking about real estate, but it was really more about the personal testimonies mm-hmm. that people shared and how their lives were transformed, mm-hmm. not specifically um, because of real estate, but by shifting their mindset and the the power of proximity and getting exposed to different people who were more like-minded and ready to grow and help them to achieve different goals. I walked away from Matthew uh, Kane, my partner here at Title Realty Party. We walked away. I probably have 15 pages of notes, and I had a quote from, like, every speaker. I was like, man, that is so cool yeah. what they shared, never mind whether it related to real estate or not, just in life. Yeah. And uh, you brought all those people together, and it was just so cool to be a part of that experience. And I think that's where that power of proximity, Mm -hmm. I get the opportunity to be exposed to people such as yourself, Dustin Brome, Mm -hmm. you know, Massive Agent Society, and Neil Mathwig, you know, Agents Rise. So you guys inspire guys like Matthew and I to go be even better than we are at this game in the real estate business, but more importantly be better men, be better husbands, be better friends, be better leaders in the community. So it's it's really cool to have that proximity to you and the people that are you're surrounded with. Has been a game changer for me. Well,
1: thank you, thank you. Yeah, and and so I mean, there's responsibility that comes with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you take this seriously, right? It's it's um, absolutely it's it's constantly, as John Max, John Maxwell says, you know, raising your leadership lid so that uh, so that you can lead others well. And and um, uh, but one of the things I'll tell you, Tim, that that has uh, had a really big impact on our business um, and our life here recently is, uh, and, and this is back to the proximity, you know, mm-hmm. so we have recently um, um, uh, partnered with a gentleman named Don Wenner from mm-hmm. DLP. We've talked yeah. about Don yeah. um, before, uh, and Don is a 37 years young, mm-hmm. um, and he has just figured out um, you know, the, the whole idea of proximity. You know, we, we paid, John and I wrote a big check to be a part of one of Don's masterminds. And what Don has taught us in a very short period of time is that we're thinking too small. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm 47 years old. He's 30 37 years old, <laughs> uh, managing a, a 2.2.1 billion dollar uh, capital fund and, and changing a lot of lives. And let's you know, I I, I never want, you know, I, I shared very intentionally early on that um, money was was probably more important to me than it should have been. Right now, the impact, you know, the legacy and the impact are yeah. the most important things. And and it's really cool to be in a business. Um, where impact equals income, yes, and and so that my wife and I both have businesses like that, where the you know the more value you provide, uh, the income just just tends to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what Don taught us is, you know, if you are a business owner, when you teach people how to be the best versions of themselves, and you mm-hmm. hold that you get their permission to hold them accountable. On the front end, as they're coming into your business, you know, a part of your, your culture, your core values, your mission is we're go- – if you're going to be a part of our company, then we want you to commit to reading, you know, we- mm-hmm. to personally developing yourself, to becoming the best version of yourself. And when your personal goals are more aligned with your professional goals, it is a game changer per- yeah, organizationally, mm-hmm. right? So um, but back to that proximity, you know, mm-hmm. we we wrote a check <laughs> mm-hmm. to go hang out with someone that was operating at a really high level, and it is it, we've brought all of that information and injected that into our you know little real estate company in, in Richmond, Virginia, and now we're sharing that information with you absolutely. and our other partners around the world. And mm-hmm. so it's this little—I'm uh, sure you've heard of the the butterfly effect.
0: Oh yeah, right, absolutely. Uh, well, we've kind of at a Title Partner Title Realty Partners, Matthew, and we've kind of adopted very similar. Mission, vision, mindset that you've cultivated with uh, John Tiller and your team at Mission Realty Partner. It's just it's it's pretty simple. It like you know, do do right, do it well. Uh, I can't remember the do third it good. do it good have, and have, have fun, have fun while you are doing. <laughs> and it's like, and you as this course uh, we're going to be sh- you are going to be sharing tomorrow with other local realtors in the community. Um, I think what you'll be able to share with them, the impact you'll be able to have with them around these concepts, not so much how to do real estate, but mm-hmm. like how to change your life and how to get a line from a value standpoint yeah. and make an impact yeah. in the community. I think that will be, uh, I think it will be refreshing for people to hear that.
1: Yeah. I well, that's it, my prayer. And, and, uh, but that's a reflection of people that have poured into me. Yes. And, you know, I just think we have a responsibility to a certain degree to give it, to give it back, right. To, mm-hmm. to pay it forward and, and, um, and so, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited about tomorrow. Every time I do this, every single time, uh, it's not everyone, right? You wish it was everyone that walked away, and they're like, okay, like I'm I was walking in this direction, and I and I, I wasn't quite happy with where I was, and now I'm I'm doing a 180, right? Like I, yeah. like, you, like I I heard I heard it, I got it. Let's go, like life life changed.
0: Right?
1: Yeah. Um. So you you know you pray that that's going to be um be everyone in the room, uh, but typically it's not. It's a percentage, mm-hmm. right?
0: Well, every time you and I get a chance to talk or I'm on a Zoom session with you, I I, I get a little nugget. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, there's another thing, you know, that you've shared with me that's like, oh, how do I apply that in my own life? Mm-hmm. So I think you are having tremendous impact. And you are you have had for me. You've had for uh, Matthew Kane, my partner here, Title Realty Partners. And I know you're having a huge impact across the country and around the world eventually. um. I have two questions I always like to ask my guests of this show, and one's more personal and then one's more for everybody else. But as you th- think about where you are right now in life, and you and I have talked a little bit about Stephanie and your girls and kind of where the family is and uh, the success you guys are having business-wise, but more important, how then that you're having impact in the in the world. I'm wondering for yourself, is what are you working on for yourself, you Clayton Gets, to reflect more of the life that you want to have, whether it be in your family, in your business? What are you working on for yourself that's yeah. really important right now?
1: Yeah, that's easy. It's it's presence. Mm. Yeah. So, um, you know, my wife and I uh, every year uh, we go away. Uh, this year we did it for the first time with our girls, Sophie and Samantha, fourteen and twelve. And we do our annual um, goal setting for both uh, business and, and personal. Mm-hmm. And we brought our girls into it this year. And obviously, they were more focused on their, you know, what they want to accomplish personally. Yeah. Um, but for me, uh, and I think a lot, of, um, a lot of us struggle with this, it's you know, wherever you are, be there. Yes. Especially with my girls. You know? So I have a 12-year-old that wants to rattle off her entire day. Detail by detail, <laughs> and it is so painful. But but all she wants is for Daddy to listen. Yeah, and, she just wants Daddy to love her and, and be yeah. present, yeah. right? Be in the moment, like right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my fourteen year olds a little more reserved, so I, I get a little bit of a break with her. But um, it's also very important um, that you know she knows that she can come to Daddy, so that she mm-hmm. doesn't have to go to another man for the right. attention that she needs. Right. Right. So that's a big focus for for both of us moving forward, because we both have you know. Um, Multiple businesses, and mm-hmm. um, so it's it's keeping the main thing the main thing. So mm-hmm. the main thing for us is Jesus mm-hmm. um, being present with mm-hmm. with Him every day, mm-hmm. um, and then being present with one another, my wife and I, mm-hmm. uh, and then, of course, being present with um, with my girls and my in-laws who live with us. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so that, that's, uh, that's what we're focused on this year.
0: Well, you have a beautiful family, beautiful home up there in the Richmond, Virginia area. And and I think you, tr- you truly are that way uh, in my experience with you. You are focused with whoever you're with. So I just encourage you to keep doing that. And I thought it was really cool when I first heard that you were going to bring the daughters into – that process, like, oh, that's so cool. That's mm-hmm. really just going to pull them together even closer as a family, getting more aligned around the family values and how is that going to support I, the business I, I, values? I walked
1: into my, my 12-year-old's room last night to say goodnight, and, and um, she had um, a new little um, – uh, not a whiteboard. it's one of those clear boards, you know, yeah. kind of the, the new version of the whiteboards, right. like glass that she had written on. And she said, um, she, "It said, confidence is knowing that you're beautiful – Mm. without having someone else tell you that you're beautiful that is beautiful and and she but this is like her personal development journey yeah. that we have you know that we have started we're just passing it on so that's,
0: that, pretty, uh, pretty cool. that's a great script for mm-hmm. herself just mm-hmm. uh, know that who she is her her beauty is uh, and is objective mm-hmm. right? That's right it's how god yeah. loves her that's right amen. awesome well You've learned a lot, and uh, you, you continue to learn. And that's one thing I see about you're continuing to invest in yourself, your personal growth and development, your development for the business, but also your investment is to help others also mm-hmm. to be successful as you have. So I'm wondering of all the things, if you could select maybe one topic right now that you would encourage others to focus upon to reflect more of the life that they want, mm-hmm. what would that be?
1: gosh, Tim, just one thing. (laughs) Yeah. I think, uh, change requires change, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, you know, when I, when I look around and I, it kind of, it, it, it truly, so, so this past week, um, just completely randomly. And I, and I, I don't do this often, Mm -hmm. probably often enough, but I was in my office and, um, uh, doing my spiritual time and I just hit the floor. I mean, I just, I, you know, like, Prostrate,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because I'm 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 broken hearted at where we are uh, as a as a country, mm-hmm. just the 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 division. Mm-hmm. So, you know, change equals change. So, um, I think for 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 me, the one thing that I would share is that we're all human beings. Mm-hmm. We're all trying to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you you're my brother. He's my brother, um, you know, black, white, purple, rich, poor. You're all my brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we need to figure this thing out together and come together as human beings and as brothers mm-hmm. and sisters in Christ as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that, that's, um, that's something that, that frankly weighs heavily on me is uh, just being the best version of, of myself that I can be mm-hmm. so that I'm a light And, and all this, all of this darkness, darkness um, and that's a responsibility I think we all share.
0: Yep. Well, that's really what reflect the life you want is all about is that uh, if you show up as a bright light in the world, then you're going to make an impact and the contribution that you'll make towards others is, is huge. And, And you're already doing that, you know? And so I just encourage you just to keep doing that and keep, um, being an an example for others and uh, a role model for, you know, us as business leaders, for you and Stephanie as a couple and your daughters, uh, it's, uh, I'm encouraged, Thank you yourself. know, and it's, it's, um, I've, I've worked around some great business leaders in the past, um, but the proximity now that I get to have with you and some others that we're now a part of with the EXP Realty family, it's, it's really, really exciting and, um, a great deal of the the people that we're associated with are people of faith, mm-hmm. and that's encouraging too. So it's like, okay, this is not only can I sell me, which I'm always selling, right? Yeah. It's how what's the kind of influence and impact you're having on others, but it's like this brand that is behind us mm-hmm. uh, is an incredible brand and going to have incredible impact in our real estate industry. And then we, in turn, from... Um, the impact we have financially, we're going to be able to bless others. Mm -hmm. We're already seeing some of the initiatives uh, EXP has, and I'm sure I know you have initiatives there locally in Richmond. Matthew and I are both Homes for Heroes Realtors here, and we do other things as well to try to bless others um, based on the impact we've been able to create, the value we've been able to create in the the real estate market. So that's exciting as well. Well, I'm really looking forward to... uh, the impact you're going to make tomorrow in front of Can't all the, the, the realtors that are going to be gathering to hear about how to build an incredible real estate business. But I think my hunch is you're going to impact them more on a personal level even than a business level. And that's really exciting. Yeah. So I'm a grateful for you to spend the time today to be with us, to record this podcast episode. I'll go out and hopefully make an impact, reflect uh, on the lives of many, many people. Also looking forward to the impact you're going to make for my real estate colleagues here in the city of Wilmington tomorrow. Thank you, Tim. Well, thank you for being here. I always say to my guests, go out there and live a life of greatness. Love it. Love it. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Tim.